here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. This is SAFM Sport. Okay, and multimedia journalist at IOL and author of All Out Rugby, Mike Greenaway, joins us on the line to talk URC. Good evening, Mike. Thanks again for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM. That's a pleasure. Good evening, folks. Thanks, Mike. Maybe let's start there in KZN with the Sharks. Good win over Glasgow, but how big a factor were those box off the bench for them? Yeah, that was amazing, hey? Jeepers. It was like um, it just uh, they opened the throttle um, when those guys came on. Wow, um, they they were amazing. They, they made all the difference. Sheer um, Kalisi, uh, Bongi, Mbanambi, um, the Oxen Chair, Makazola, Makumpi. They came on and they really lifted the the Sharks quite enormously. It was it was noticeable. Um, and it's 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 quite nice to see now that those guys had a good good break from the rugby championship. Obviously, they were playing for the Springboks for quite some time, and um, they weren't rushed straight into the URC. Um, all of the, the South African teams have, have let those guys have a bit of a break, and then you see how they came with so much hunger. I mean, even Etzibus started for the Sharks, and and he was he was uh, amazing. He was he was huge. Um, and so you can see those guys are ready to play. Um, and they made such a difference. Um, and, and if you think about it, like our, our teams, um, there's five rounds being played. And uh, our teams are sitting third, fourth, fifth, and sixth um, out of 16 teams. And most of the five rounds are played without the spring box. So I think we're in very good shape. Mm. And does it raise the expectations now at the Sharks? They've got all the Springboks. They've also got Eben. Um, obviously, they're not going to be available for all the matches. But what would the expectations yeah. be this season at the Sharks? With, yeah, with, the, the yeah. Sharks really, they've, they've got a good chance of, of going all the way. Um, yes, they'll use all those guys. And the Sharks have got the most Springboks of, of, um, of the four teams in the URC. They've got about eight or nine um, possibly 10, I think. But yeah, so they'll use uh, guys in November. They, um, the Springboks played four matches overseas. So, um, but, but we've seen that they, they, they can still play. They had a good tour. But what is going to happen is um, those box will all be back in the new year. And that's when the, it's the business end of, of, of the URC. Remember last year, well, it seems like last year, actually was this year, last competition. It, uh, our teams were actually all in the bottom half um, as we entered Christmas. And then the new year came and all the Springboks filtered back into our four sides. And it was also the turn of the, of the Northern Hemisphere teams to come and play in South Africa. And we just uh, surged up the lock. All, all our teams finished very strongly. And, of course, we had two teams in, in the final. Mm. Um, so when the Sharks have all their guys back and are at full strength, I think they're going to take some stopping. They, they, their pack of forwards is, is basically a springbok pack. I mean, you've got Thomas Detroit, Bongi in Bonambi. You've got Oxenchet. You've got Evan Etzebitz. You've got uh, Sia Khaleesi. And then they've they got guys who played for the box before, uh, uh, Sikum, Sikumbuzo, Noche, they've got um, 
um, uh, uh, Vincent Tepuka, who's, who's going to be a springbok, absolutely for sure. So it's a real pack of fours they've got. And, and then they've got a star-studded backline with Jaden and Mapimpi and all those guys. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Are they the playing the Shucks way, way, though, Mike? Because I've heard Sean Everett saying there's a specific way that he wants to play. And we saw that in that last half an hour. I mean, they, they really played high-tempo rugby. They were very attacking, uh, very skillful. They, 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 they scored some really cool tries. Um, so if they can just continue where they left off there against the Warriors. I mean, in this, this weekend, there's a fantastic game in prospect. Um, the Sharks host Ulster, and, and Ulster are one of the teams to beat. They, they're a really top Irish team. Um, they beat the Lions, end of the Lions' uh, run um, at Ellis Park last week, and that was a cracking game of rugby too. I think it was 39, 37, uh, 10 tries, uh, so also are a really good side. So th- this will be a, a good test for the Sharks. So that game on Saturday in, in Durban is, is definitely one to watch. Okay, interesting. Let's talk about the Lions then. You've mentioned that the crack of a game there against Alstad Ellis Park. They've been the surprise package so far. Not only did they win three away yeah. from home, but interestingly, they've lost twice at home, um, even though they've been good away from home. Where did they fall short against against Alstad yeah, yeah. First of all, I'm, I'm loving the Lions. Um, you know, they lost some big players uh, at the end of the last URC. Um, they lost uh, uh, Tutuka that I've just mentioned. Um, Burger Odendahl, their captain, was playing sensational rugby. He went to England. Mm. Incidentally, he went With to the Wasps. Wasps. <laughs> what, bad, what bad luck for him. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah, lost one Desila also? Is that sorry? I'm saying uh, they lost Simelane also. Yes, yes, absolutely. He went to the Bulls, yeah. and they also lost Carlo Sadi. Uh-huh. I mean, and that guy was a, a, such a strong prop. Now those were all um, all really good players for them, um, but they seem to have, have had shrugged it off. I mean, I, I'm I'm so impressed with them. I thought they were going to really struggle. They lost those are four guys we just mentioned, four or five. Really, um, they were their, their number one players. Um, but they've they they got guys coming through, and it's so, so cool to see. And it's so good for South African rugby. We're in good, good health. I mean, um, there's, there's, a, uh, there's a flanker, a flanker. I've never heard of him until, <laughs> until a month ago, a wrong center. Mm. Um, the one that tackles. <laughs> yes, he's just smashing guys left, right, and center. And they, and then there's also another lucky comes through a centre called um, Henkel van Dijk. Yes. He's also amazing. He's playing so well. Mm. The number eight, Frankie Horn. Mm. And the, um, the Lions, though, I think what we saw against Ulster, to answer your question, is they just showed a little bit of an experience there. They were a little bit too frantic. They need to just calm down a bit to be a bit more patient. But um, I, I think they're going to they're going to do well. Eh? I mean, they won three games overseas, mm. and each one of those three games overseas, they were tipped to lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but but they they've got something going there, and it's, it's so so nice to see. So it's, it's if the Lions can can knock over um, some of these overseas teams. It's I mean, I'm not sure the Lions have got all ingredients to go all the way, mm. but if they're really competitive, it 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 helps uh, the other teams that have 
got a chance of like, making the finals again. Yeah, it's also good to see Sanelo Noamba finding some form also in that partnership. Yeah, but now that's, that's what I love about, um, or what I'm loving about South African rugby at the moment. I mean, as we now using our heads and we're sharing our players around a bit mm. because two of the best Lions players at the mo- at the moment are Nahamba and also Marius Lowe. Mm. Now, those were guys, um, they were at the Sharks, of course, but they, they weren't getting that much game time, especially Nahamba. Uh, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't getting any game time. Um, and, and so he went to the Lions and that's, that's what we need to do is instead of guys um, holding tackle, tackle bags at at one province, uh, they must go and play at another where they were acquired. Yeah. And it's good that he never went to overseas. He went to another South African franchise. And the same with Marius Lowe. Yeah. Um, he wasn't ready in the plans in Durban. They had a fair amount of game time, but they were always going to, uh, you know, they, 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 um, they got uh, Rowan Janssen from Rendsburg from overseas. So that was the guy they were looking at. So, Marius uh, saw the writing on the wall and, and went to Joburg and look how well he's playing there. Yeah, great partnership so it's, there it's, with it's, um, it's good. Van Vake. Okay, let's take a voice note. We're talking rugby with Mike Greenaway. Um, 061-4104-107 is the number for the voice notes. Good evening, Tabisa, and good evening to Mike. It's Libra here. Um, you know, the other day I was I was reading the comments of uh, Sharks fans in, in, the, in their social media pages and I don't know, Mike, if you have noticed this, uh, but there seems to be a lot of unhappiness amongst the Sharks fans about Sean Everett. Um, they are calling him incompetent and they are saying that he must be sacked, um, saying that maybe they should bring Johan Ackerman. I saw another fan saying that. But yeah. in general, for me, I think they are really unhappy with Sean Everett, uh, their coach. They are saying, yes, they have all the best players. They have the money to splash. They are signing players left, right and yeah. center. But they believe that the coach is incompetent from the, for, for the job. He doesn't know what to do with the squad. They're even criticizing the appointment of, of Neil Powell as the director of rugby, saying that he doesn't have any experience in 15 men's rugby. Maybe you can comment on that as well. And then the last thing, Sasha Ngomezul, were you shocked about this? Uh, these reports from last week that Eddie Jones wants him? And would you select him for the Springbok team? Thanks, Tabis. Libra here. Yeah. Okay, thanks yeah, for that, I, uh, Libra. By the way, you were the one that said you wanted to see more Henko van Vek this season and is delivered <laughs> at the Lions. Mike, what do you make of that? Where do you want to start from that long question? Well, let's, 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 um, let, let's, let's start with Sean Everett. Look, um, I rate him. I think he's the right man for, for, for the job. Now, so I should remember with... Um, with Sean Everett, that when he started, he took the Sharks to the top of the Super Rugby log. Hey, that was in, in March two years ago, just before COVID. Um, and the Sharks were playing amazing rugby. Now, that was when Sean had the guys that, that he, he, he had picked, he had recruited. Um, and this was before the Americans came in. And the Sharks were playing absolutely blistering rugby. They, they won three matches overseas in New Zealand and Australia. They were top of the log. Lockdown came. Then came the, the buy-in from the, the, uh, the Americans. Then came a flood of new players and a whole bunch of new assistant coaches. It was all all over the show in, in Durban for a while. And I, I really felt sorry for Sean because everything that he had in, in 
in, uh, all his plans that were in place were suddenly um, disrupted because he was suddenly told, okay, now you must have uh, Khaleesi and Bonambi. Uh, so he had to kind of like start reshuffling again. And it's, it, it really was a bit difficult for him. Um, uh, but I think he's now finding his feet again. You know? And let's just remember he had a lot of players foisted on him that he didn't necessarily want. And um, he's now really, um, I think, finding his feet. I mean, that last half an hour um, that we saw the, at the weekend now was, was basically how the Sharks were playing when Super Rugby was still on, before lockdown, before all the changes. So uh, I, th- I think the fans that are wanting Sean Everett out are, are perhaps not seeing the bigger picture and also have short memories. And then, um, where were we? Yeah, there was a question uh, about Sacham, Sacham Gomezulu. I mean, he's got 22 yeah, points yeah, in that win over Zebra. Next game, he was on the bench, and there's been talks that yeah. Eddie Jones is looking at him. Yeah, look, the, the story there, I, th- I think I think Eddie Jones is, is being a bit mischievous. Um, you know, the, we're talking about a young man who's, who's only just coming through, and now so suddenly Eddie wants him to play for England because he's got a... I think he's got um, some kind of ancestral claim to England or something, but no, he's, it's, it's too soon for him to play for any international team, and he will play for the box, and, and I'm absolutely certain that um, that Jacques Minava and, 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 and Rossi have, are making their plans, but the chances of him going to England, I would say, are zero. And 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 um, what do you make of how the Stormers are using him? Uh, because he's clearly a massive talent, baby box star, also a fly up, but he played inside center and he still kicked all his kicks at goal against Zebra. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, I think they're using him to support uh, Marnie Lubbock. And 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 look how well Lubbock's actually playing. I mean, not that he was he, he was playing badly before, but there's just a little bit of heat on him now. And I mean, he didn't miss a kick either um, um, in the rain against the Ospreys. So I think John Dobson's very, very astute. He's got two very talented uh, young fly halves there. He's got a third one. Watch out for a guy called Cade Voluta, mm-hmm. who's been injured for a long time. But um, Do- Dobson's too clever, and he's, he's a real people's person, and and he knows how to how to um, uh, sort of look after the guys, make sure they all get equal game time. I, I think uh, all three of those guys are in really good hands. Just finally, Mike, on the Bulls, I mean, they're not out of first gear yet. They've lost two in a row now, but Jake says there's no need to panic. Do you agree? And he keeps talking about a young team. Does he really have a young team that needs time? Yeah, look, the, the, Bulls, the Bulls will come through. They've got too many classy players there. Look, they they had one blowout so far in my in my eyes. They their first tour game, they just didn't turn up against uh, Glasgow, the team that the Sharks just uh, gave a cup to on the weekend. The 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 Bulls they're going to put their hands up there and say they just weren't at the races. That that was a really poor performance. And then they lost obviously at the weekend to Munster, and I think. I think what happened there is um, they, they caught Munster on, on a backlash. Uh, Munster had had a really poor run. They've, they've got a new coach, Graham Roundtree. They, they, um, 
uh, took over from Johan van Graan, the former South African guy. So they had a really uh, difficult start to the season. They lost, um, I think they lost three in a row. And they went into that game against the Bulls like it was a final. And and they finally came right. So I think it's we we got to look at look at the context of 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 how where Munster were, and the Bulls actually came back in that game. They they didn't. There was at one stage it looked like they were going to get a hiding, but they they kept fighting, and that's a sign of a team that's that that's still okay. If you know what I mean. Um, they, they were still there in the last 20 minutes. I think they scored the last two tries of the game. They um, they never gave up. So. I don't think we should panic about the balls. I totally agree with Jake. Okay, Mike, thanks for always for your insight here on SAFM. Um, uh, enjoy the rugby, and it looks like it's going to be another good season for the SA teams.